coming up on this episode of Nintendo Cartridge Society, Fire Emblem Heroes. Hope you like your anime boobs huge. They'll take two minutes to download. It's dangerous to go alone, so the Nintendo Cartridge Society goes with you. Welcome to Nintendo Cartridge Society. My name is Patrick Ellers, joined as always by my co-host Mark Mitchell. Hey, Patrick, how's it going? Good, Mark. How are you? Ah, doing pretty good. Loving this rain. Yeah, I like it's like a little bit of rain. Yeah, it's a, a little fall of rain. Can hardly hurt me now. I'm here. That's all I need to know. <laughs> From now on, this is the new way the show starts: is you and me singing lame songs to each other. <laughs> Oh no! Uh, well, I'm sorry. It's it was it was a good show for <laughs> <laughs> for like 20 we episodes and now. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So it's a um, little bit. We're mo- transitioning right into the weather report. I mean, we're both doing fine. What more do you need to know? Uh, that's a good point. Um, we just watched uh that Super Bowl, right? You watched it. I watched it. Mm-hmm. It was, it was on, watched. It was on the television. Good game. Yeah, good game. Got crazy at the end. Mm-hmm. Stuff happened. Um, Lady Gaga was there. Yeah. Shouldn't play much football. No, I uh, I genuinely enjoyed the halftime show. Oh, yeah. No, I did too. I really like Lady Gaga, so yeah. I was uh, happy before it started, and then as it was going, I was happy all the way through. <laughs> she jumped down. Like, from who even knows where? Well, did you see that that part was... Okay, so the beginning part with all the drones in the background mm-hmm. was filmed previously. Okay. It was on top of the uh, stadium there, but it was filmed earlier because they weren't sure about weather and things like that. So sure. they wanted to make sure that they got it. But yeah, she did, like, the descent happened, but she wasn't, like, coming off of the roof. I see, I see. I suppose that would be... I mean, no matter what, it's, a, it's a, an amazing feat. But it would be almost superhuman to be doing that in like real time. Right. Like what's that crane situation like? Also, it's just cool to me every year how quickly they're able to move all of these pieces onto the field yeah. and remove them and not damage the playing field. That's the craziest part is that the playing field is untouched. Um, but as a result of watching a football game all day yesterday, which is not something I, I'd normally do. Um, it's way more TV than I'm used to watching at like at, at a single stretch now. Uh, with commercials, which yeah. very rarely happens. Yes. Um, so that's a weird experience. But I'm also just like, I'm laying on the couch for like four and a half hours. It was like a five hour game. What is going on? Why is this? What? It's not, you don't feel good when what, it's What, am over. I 14 again? Yeah, I am not 14 again. My, you know, my knees cramp up. <laughs> I feel like I should eat some broccoli or something. But it rained a little bit here. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm transitioning back to weather. Okay. We fine. were like, oh, we moved right into weather. <laughs> right. And then I was like, but how you, you heard the show. I don't need to recap what happened. No. Okay. So let's, we sang some lame is, <laughs> which is what this show is now. Right. The show is you and me singing lame songs specifically to each other, not to anyone else, but to each other for the weather segment. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, Mark, what what have, what have you been playing? 
Hey, we're still plugging away at Metroid Other M. We are indeed plugging away. We're at close Other to M. the end. Home stretch, probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So if you are playing along with us, you just got to get yourself to Sector Zero. We think is. <laughs> Get yourself to Sector Zero and then join us on Thursday. We'll talk about our experience there. Fighting Ridley. I think that's part of it. Yeah. 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 Um, exciting stuff. And then the week after, uh, we're going we're gonna to polish off this game. I saw someone post on the internet uh, that their headcanon for Metroid Other M is that it is uh, Federation propaganda against Samus after the events of... Uh, um metroid prime fusion to discredit her i like that yeah that's that's pretty good uh and i mean no uh no spoilers here i guess but uh to this point in the game we don't know who the deleter is oh great point so the deleter could be uh samus Mm -hmm. in (laughs) in the federation propaganda against her I gotta, you know we we talked about what we'd want to see in a an upcoming metroid game way back when we started this thing. Maybe not even a real episode. Might have been a test episode I'm referring to right now. Um, where we said, like, Samus needs to go, like, full heel turn and just, like, be the bad guy or be, like, explicitly against the Federation from the, from the get-go. Pro-Metroid agenda. Um, I, I think this, is all, this all feeds into that same narrative. So, uh, to add on to your pitch, you play as Ridley. Oh, yeah. Ridley, who has been recruited by the Federation. Oh, sure. I was also thinking maybe in like a, uh, you're basically like an aliens style game, or sort of like like a horror game. Okay, and, and all right. You're trying to escape Samus, who just like is coming after you, just mowing down like everyone. Resident Evil Three. Yeah. Um, you're just trying to save your like, whatever you're trying yeah, to save. Whatever you're trying to save. Your space piracy business. <laughs> I don't know if it's considered a business or not. They probably don't file like the the forms with the IRS. Uh, do you remember the um, Jurassic Park game on the Genesis? It was a side-scrolling game. Oh no, I don't. Um, so there was a Super Nintendo uh, Jurassic Park game that was like a, a top-down, and then when you went inside buildings, it became a really clunky first-person shooter. Um, but the Genesis version. Uh, you would play some levels as Dr. Grant and some levels as a Velociraptor. Well, that's cool. Uh, and that's how they advertise it as play as the Raptor. So Nintendo could borrow that and say play as Ridley. I like it. I'd buy that. Uh, great. So would I. Uh, and anything else you've been playing, Mark? I think we've both been playing Fire Emblem Heroes. I think we both have been playing Fire Emblem Heroes. And we'll talk about it more. Uh, later in the show so yeah, not much to get into right now it's our topic mm-hmm. it's what we're going to talk about um and uh yeah we will get into that in a bit have you been playing anything else mark no i am uh star tropics is calling my name but right. i just haven't had a chance um i keep getting the have you been playing anything not uh nintendo related or is just no been, i'm like, super tempted to get like resident evil 7 but yeah me too uh i'm tempted to get that and play i just like i want to have one long uninterrupted like stretched up. i should have just done that instead of watching the super bowl <laughs> like, this is what i should have done um but uh what was i going to say oh that i keep getting these like urges to play um 
other like smaller studio games um but i'm also just like i'll I'll wait and like i wanted to pick up stardew valley recently and i was like no i'll just wait until it's out on the switch oh man i really want to play stardew valley uh and hopefully it sounds like hopefully it'll be out on the switch sometime this year but that's a long stretch it's a long year we're only in february right now oh my gosh (sighs) okay mark you ready to move on to the news Mm -hmm. let's move to the news Pro HUD mode is included in Breath of the Wild. Pro HUD mode. Mm-hmm. Heads up display, bro. Yeah. And professional. Yes. Right? Yes. <laughs> professional heads up display mode, bro. Pro, bro. Pro, bro, HUD, bro. Um, so this removes basically all the on-screen UI except for your heart containers. Uh, that's interesting. What is normally in uh, the, the Zelda HUD um, like I, rupees, maybe ru- how many arrows you have. Yeah, rupees. Uh, the like, um, wow, D pad. You know, like it'll oh, show sure. like the, like the icons of everything you have. Seems to be some sort of like stamina or health. That's well, yeah, or stamina I, or like magic. Yeah, because Link's got um that sort of his persistent. Is is it stamina? Because he runs and like climbs on stuff. Well, I'm assuming I'm assuming moves. it also removes because you know how there's the little uh, when he's like we've seen in clips when he's climbing rocks and stuff there's like the circular stamina right it's like that, a little like, drains that as someone it, cut in half yeah yeah right. that like drains as he uses it mm-hmm. so i'm assuming that's gone as well um i don't know it's just kind of it's interesting to me that they have kind of put all this stuff into breath of the wild that is kind of like ev- kind of seems like everything fans have ever wanted yeah well so do you think this is um uh should be like demonstrative of the uh, other kinds of uh customization that are available in the game like should we be able to uh, expect that we can uh alter you know controls or anything else like are we gonna be able to play breath of the wild the way we want to play it or are there still going to be some like draconian nintendo barriers in the way yeah i don't know how indicative it is going to be of like remapping buttons or anything like that sure um but i mean to me this sounds like something that would be in honestly like skyrim yeah right like minimal display uh for the hardcore players um i remember minimal uh heads up display being a selling point of stay with me now donkey kong country on the super nintendo um that it was uh because when you know there there are things for your lives for bananas but when you're not collecting them they like scurry off the off the screen yeah um and i i believe it's even in the instruction booklet where it says like keep keeping that information off the screen because you don't need it or something really cute like that um but i i that's something that i really like being able to go like no i would like to be more immersed in this now yeah, I think it's cool. Like this is probably how I will play. Yeah. Um Zelda, there doesn't seem to be any reason not to. Yeah. Um unless it turns out you need all of that information. Yeah, to... I mean it's possible I'm very bad at this game. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we'll be very bad at this game. <laughs> um we don't have it down as a news item, but something that I just wanted to bring up um was uh Nintendo had their um we finished Zelda party uh last week Friday the the third um which is exciting uh the game is gold and is a real 
complete game at this point. Uh, I mean, I guess we knew that it had to <laughs> become real at some point. Well, also, we're only like 25 days away from Switch when this is being recorded. So they're going to have to start sending out review units pretty soon. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it'll be really interesting to see, A, when people start to get um, review units, uh, and B, how it reviews. Um, also, how quickly, I suppose there'll be, obviously, a um, thing where you can't say anything about Embargo. it. Embargo. Embargo, thank you, <laughs> um, on, on the game until, you know, closer to launch. But uh, it'll be interesting to see um, how much people will actually play this game. Because it sounds like it's going to be enormous. I know enormous games come out all the time, but this is not going to be a. Uh, it's not going to be bigger than um, you know uh, GTA Five or whatever. Anyways. Yeah, and I'm sure also if you want to play more linearly, mm-hmm. I'm sure you can do that as well. You know, like in Red Redem- Redemption, when people were reviewing that, I doubt I doubt they like skinned the like thousand coyotes or whatever you needed to get a trophy. Right. 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 <laughs> No, in the game, the you the experience you have with the game is the experience you have with the game. You don't need to do everything, of course. Um, yeah, I'm I'm just I'm excited we're getting close to this thing. Oh man, me too. Uh, the Box Boy Amiibo, yep, has been released in Japan, and so people are starting to the people who imported it are starting to get it. That is a that that's the only news item is this thing is cute. Uh. Man, what a great news item. It's so simplistic. Have you seen pictures of it? Yeah, it's just yeah. like it's just a little box with yeah. legs and eyes. And you're just like, yep, this is great. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, just to make this uh, personal for a second, for, first of all, we, we can import these things. I can, Im- I can import. Apparently. Um, I wonder if it's available without the retail version of the game or if you have to buy. No, I was just reading today. It is available by itself. I'm going to buy it then. <laughs> Is it is it not coming out here? I, I there it has not been announced. Mm. Um, but uh, I did get my Pucci amiibo. Oh, I'm now looking around. He's, yeah, he's he's not around. So you'll notice, Mark, that uh, yes, many of the I saw your face. You recoiled a little bit. You're noticing there are far fewer amiibo around than there used to be. Um, I got some boxes to put uh, a, a amiibo in because I have so many. Um, and now the goal is to like rotate them in and out. So there's not just like a pile of them. Oh, it's like a museum collection. Yeah, exactly. Um, so now the, the curated collection over in, in the case, um, over here on the side, it's got Mega Man in it. It's got, uh, eight bit link. It's got an inkling. It's got toad. It's got Kirby and some other stuff. Um, so I'm, I'm excited about cycling them in and out instead of just having like a mess of amiibo around the apartment but you didn't want to put the new one out so or does it not fit because it's well, also he doesn't he like doesn't really size. fit yeah. yeah um sarah and i had him out earlier had poochie and the three yarn yoshi amiibos that we have they were like out this weekend um because it's also adorable like they're they're all all amiibo are cute i think um but the yarn ones are especially cute so I don't know. I, I think I maybe just got like burned out on playing with it again. I was laying on the couch for four and a half hours on Sunday, like just having him jump around and like <laughs> you know bark at stuff. Uh, Sensor Tower, which is an apps an app analytics company, estimates that Fire Emblem Heroes grossed two point nine million dollars in its first day of release. 
That compares to their estimates for Pokemon Go, Super Mario Run, and Clash Royale at 10.2 million, 8.4 million, and 1.4 million, respectively. Uh, so not a not a bad showing for um, like a uh, not huge Nintendo property, right? Yeah, and uh, just based on the reviews that it's gotten in the App Store, mm-hmm. it's I think around like on the U.S. App Store around like five thousand. It's at four and a half stars. Okay, which seems great. Mm-hmm. Um, and based on its chart position in Japan. It seems to be a like fairly so far where it's early yeah. so far like fairly solid success. My uh my guess would be that this is a lot more of a steady moneymaker than like Mario Run. Yeah, that seems likely. I think if anything, it's going to make more money as it goes on, like per day, um than uh than it is currently, um. But so that's uh, you know, good good news for Nintendo in in the mobile game market. Uh, a million. Okay, so this all right. Look, basically every developer in the world has been asked about the Switch, and a million of them have noted their interest in the Switch, but have nothing to announce at this point. I mean, basically, it's like, do you need a news item for every time somebody says, "Yeah, the Switch looks cool, but we don't have anything to announce"? Yeah, let's go back and do a news item for every single one. So. <laughs> uh yeah so um interesting and good news again just like uh like i kind of just want to play all of those smaller more independent games on switch well i mean we're i think we're uh hopefully lucky that it seems like a lot of indies are interested in the switch it seems to be easy to port to the switch Mm -hmm. um and so if it's easy and there's an audience for it, that's going to be the thing. Like it's all going to come down to install base and how adventurous people are being with their switches. But when the launch lineup was first announced, people were like, "Oh, there's not very many games." And as the like couple of weeks have gone by, so many indies have come forward to be like, "Oh, also we're there at launch and we're there at launch and we're there at launch and we're there in launch window." So it right. became like super robust. Um, but honestly, like the developer of For Honor is saying that there's like you know not gonna be a switch version it's like yeah that's not a news item that's just like basic it's so it's incredibly obvious for one even if they were eventually going to switch do a switched version which they're not but if they were going eventually going to do it they're not going to talk about it when they're in the run-up to press for their uh for the release of the Xbox One PC and PS4 version. Right. Sell that first. <laughs> and then later when people realize they love it and they want to be able to play it on the go, then you do it. I don't know. I guess it's just not news to me when like uh you ask like some developer, you know, it's like asking uh what 341i or whoever does Halo. Oh yeah, sure. Right and being like or 343 whatever. And they and they're Nobody like cares. <laughs> You know, it's like, hey, is Halo going to be on Switch? And it's like, n- the answer is obviously no. Yes. And, nobody, oh. and, and nobody's going to badmouth the Switch, right? Like, yeah. for the most part, mm-hmm. people are just like, hey, it's really interesting, but we're n- we don't have anything to announce at that point, which is PR speak for, for the love of God, don't write an article about this because who cares? Who cares about us not having something to... Okay, but on the subject of not having anything to announce at this time, do you feel like there's still a lot we don't know? About the Switch? Oh, yeah. Okay, great. 
I know there was uh, a little bit of um, the UI um, in action leaked recently. Um, I didn't really read up on that or look for any pictures or anything. Um, do you have any more insight on that? Or? I mean, I guess like Nintendo of Portugal, it was accidentally released uh, in a commercial or some in some video. Right. Um, the like developers tools? yeah okay, yeah the yeah. develop like what the dev kit looks like i don't know why that's a secret or like i don't know why people care right uh i didn't look that far into it because i don't care right um but i mean we know nothing about virtual console yeah we don't know if there is a virtual console honestly at this point it could just be that you pay for the online service and you can play games online plus the one or two nintendo or super nintendo games a month and maybe that's it like maybe that's it i keep waiting for them to confirm or not confirm but just to like announce another nintendo direct yeah that would be nice it would be nice to just get like just a real nitty-gritty here's what it looks like when you turn it on here's what it looks like when you go to the store here's everything i mean i guess we're still a few weeks out and they've probably pretty much sold through their launch allotment Mm -hmm. so they figure that they don't really need to give that information. <laughs> That's right. But these, these suckers least, don't need or want information. Or at least they don't need they don't feel the need to give it out like three weeks in advance. Yeah. Maybe like fingers crossed, like as we get closer. Yeah. I mean you know, at, at this point, uh the only thing that they absolutely need to be able to deliver on is having an eShop so that you can buy the five or six games that come out launch i I am setsuna is only going to be available digitally so that you and it's a launch title therefore (laughs) the store (laughs) has to exist in some form um but it would be nice to know what that looks like also i've i've been thinking about uh grabbing like a nintendo gift card now uh eShop gift card now just so that i have um or you know the money on my account um but I don't know if like an existing Nintendo eShop card is going to work on the Switch store. Great question. Uh, maybe maybe a stupid question, but also like, why would I assume that it would? Right. I mean, if I I would assume that it will. But, but it's, it's but making there's assumptions. No, yeah. There's like, who knows? <sighs> no one. No one at this point. Something they did release was a Super Bowl commercial. Hey, they sure did. During the fourth quarter. Um, Yeah, late in the game. But that's also when the game got good. Yeah, which is kind of lucky because I think that uh, Super Bowl commercials get cheaper the further into the game it goes. Yes. I, I always remember the like back half of the game is when you start to see repeats of commercials. Well, that may not be true. In yeah, I think the there's... Last, a, like, I, yeah, I think there's a rule, years. at least recently, that um, they don't repeat commercials on the Super Bowl. Oh, interesting. Um, so maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they released a Super Bowl commercial and a long version of the Super Bowl commercial. Um, Mark, did you watch them both? I didn't see the long version. So the long version uh, tells a completely different story. Huh. Like it, uh, the, the version that airs on TV is just uh, Zelda. Right, it's just Zelda looking cool. Uh, Link fighting bosses. Guy walking around his house playing Zelda. Oh yeah, I'm gonna man. I am so gonna walk around the house playing Zelda. I don't plan to go outside. No, me neither. But I will walk around. I'll go to the fridge, to the bathroom. 
Did you see that trailer for? Uh, it was like a, a UK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm definitely gonna play this thing on the can, man. Oh yeah. Like, I mean, everybody is. <laughs> yeah, it's foolish to assume that you're not going to. Um, but the the longer version of the commercial has a lot of arms in it. Um, that like one on one fighting boxing kind of game. Um, and a lot of kids playing it. Hmm. Kids and dads, uh, like going after the family angle, and um, there's even some one to switch in there, and kind of showing off the more party play uh, aspects of the system, uh, which I think is interesting that they're telling the like family friendly side of the story now too, but perhaps even more interesting that they're like, but we're not putting that on TV. That's not the TV part. Yeah, I mean, I th- I think, again, we've talked about their, like, narrow focus when it comes to marketing this mm-hmm. thing, and I think it's just another example of it. I feel like if this was the Wii U, you would have seen it doing everything. Right. And this time they're, you know, they're like, hey, do you like this cool-looking Zelda game? Of course you do. It's a cool-looking Zelda game. And now you can take it anywhere you go. Also, from all the um, uh, previews for people who have been having uh, hands-on with it, it really does is like seamless taking it out of the dock and putting it in the dock in just a few seconds for it to transfer b- between, and that's awesome. Yeah, no, I'm I'm excited about all of the um like mechanical components of this that like I keep hearing uh accounts of like sliding Joy Cons like on and off that like that satisfying. I'm probably just gonna like sit in the dark, you know, listening to uh, Mozart Requiem just to pull in the <laughs> handles on and off. Um. And switching from uh, handheld mode to TV mode over and over again um, until the cops uh, kick in the door and <laughs> drag me away. And your girlfriend crying. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it didn't my, have my, to be this way. My fingernails are two feet long. <laughs> my hair touches the floor. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about the, the physicality of this thing. How do we get onto that? Uh, the Switch Super Bowl commercial. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing it all back together. Oh, tight show, tight show. Mm. Uh, Nintendo president Tatsumi. We practiced this before, but give me a hand. Kimishima. All right. Tatsumi Kimishima told Nikkei. Yeah, Nikkei. Nikkei. Uh, that the company will add VR support to its upcoming Switch console if it can resolve issues of comfort over long periods of use. Yeah. You'll remember that there was that patent filed where you could, in theory, put like the Switch. Well, I guess I was going to say the tablet part, but the Switch, you right. could like, put it into a headset. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would love to see if Nintendo is able to resolve this like issue of it being isolating and weird to play for like five hours at a time. Yeah, and just uncomfortable to, to play for five hours at a time. I mean, I don't know what that solution looks like, so it'll be interesting to see what they come up with. Because those are genuinely the... Uh, the major things that are keeping me away from VR, mm-hmm. uh, and like it being, and they don't mention this as one of them, but it being like, but they've talked about it before, like VR being so isolating. Yeah, where you're like, okay, somebody could be in, you know, like somebody comes home, and or somebody comes know. into the room, yeah. and you're just like have this dumb headset on. Yeah, I mean that's a. Uh... <sighs> The thought of playing Resident Evil in VR, um, it's less scary to me that the zombies may appear to be very close to you and more that you would have no idea who's actually literally yeah, around Yeah, like you. if you get legit murdered. Yeah. 
So, you know, until we get some really solid stats on how many people get murdered. Uh, did we just fix the Ring sequel? Have it happen in VR? Uh, what do you mean fix it? Well, apparently the one that's out is, is not very good. There's <laughs> oh, a Rings okay. movie yeah. out right now. No, I know. Yeah. <laughs> or should we reboot the Final Destination franchise and just that way we can have one of those deaths like that? Uh, Death oh. by VR somehow. Oh, okay. So you're playing a VR game mm-hmm. and then you're just murdered? <laughs> What are you proposing that we do here, Mark? <laughs> What's the product? I'm saying it's either a sequel to the movie The Ring, right? <laughs> okay. But we have the girl crawl through the VR headset oh. instead of um, what, so what is a that television. Look, what, what does that look like then? She crawls out of the VR headset? Like, pitch it to me. <laughs> Look, I'm just an ideas man. Yeah, okay, all, all right. right. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll hammer out the details then. So, or, so you're, you're wearing the headset. I mean, not me. We're going to finish this idea, okay? <laughs> you're wearing the headset. A character in the film is wearing sure. the headset. A character, Mark Mitchell, <laughs> is wearing the headset. Fine. We see from Mark's perspective the little girl crawling uh, tor- towards his perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we like cut outside to... Uh, this character's friend, we'll say it's Patrick Ellers, okay. a character in the movie. Uh, and we can change the names later. He, no, sure. the names are the same. <laughs> uh, and his friend, definitely named Mark Mitchell, mm-hmm. becomes the girl from the ring, but like in reverse, because she's like crawling out through the headset into your body. Oh, that's interesting. Sure, why not? Uh, and then uh, sits straight up and uh, punches me in the throat. Or this character named Patrick Ellers, who is not necessarily me. I mean, we'll work on the ending, but I like I was into everything up to that point. But also, Final Destination—they were killing teenagers in interesting ways, and I mm-hmm. feel like you could find an interesting way to kill a teenager using VR. Yeah, I think that's great. I think we solved something. Cinema. <laughs> more look. We need more VR scenes in movies that aren't just uh, people like looking around, going, "Whoa." Right? Because that's all VR scenes are now. I mean, are there a lot of VR scenes in... I'll, I'm going to, with no information, say yes. Okay, great. I believe you. Uh, I finally found some place for new releases. Yeah, where, where did you find these? It's www.perfectly-nintendo.com forward slash upcoming dash releases. And now here's the thing. I have no way to verify if these are true. Great. But it's the most comprehensive list I've found in a way that is easily like to easy to read. Mm-hmm. So serious kudos to perfectlynintendo.com. Uh, and in honor of that, let's just read all of the titles. Great. Without knowing what they are. February 9th, 3DS eShop, Rocket Fist, Parascientific Escape 2, and Azure Striker Gunvolt OVA or OVA. Uh, Wii U eShop and 3DS eShop, Plantera. Is Plantera that... Um... 2D Minecraft kind of game? I think so. Okay. Yes. Plants seem to feature prominently. And why would they not? All right, great. Uh you got a a, a pick? Any of those that you that you're gonna play at all? The answer is no. Uh <laughs> do you you, you want to move out of the news? Let's move out of the news. Now it's time for a regular segment on our show. It's 433. In 1952, American composer John Cage wrote a piece called 433, wherein a performer or a group of performers didn't play their instruments for four minutes and 33 seconds. For the purposes of this show, our instruments are talking about Nintendo. 
So for the duration of one performance of 433, Mark and I will talk about something not Nintendo related, thus fulfilling the contract of the piece. Um, Mark, uh, remind me what we're talking about today. Lego Batman. We are talking about Lego Batman. Uh, So generally speaking, Batman, you would say you're a fan. Yeah, I'm a fan. You like Batman. Yeah, put me in the pro column. Yeah, I'm not going to say no more Batman, please. Yeah, I'll, I will say, you know, like, a reasonable amount of Batman is enough for me. Okay. <laughs> reasonable people could uh, argue about what a, a, a good amount of Batman mm-hmm. is. Um, Lego movie. We saw the Lego movie together. Loved it. Loved that Lego movie. Had a good time. Came out singing that song. Had a great time. Had a great time. How do you feel about Lego Batman? Uh, Sure, why not? Okay, also, this is coming from a perspective of neither of us have seen it. Well, it hasn't come out yet. Doesn't matter. Neither <laughs> of us have seen it. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, sure. And, and there will be no possible spoilers right here. Um, so, so you're thinking, sure, why not Lego, Lego Batman? Yeah. Um, I don't like the way the movie's being advertised, I think. I will honestly say I have only seen billboards and like bus stop ads. I haven't seen any mm-hmm. trailer, very little TV commercials. I think there's like a car commercial tie-in, but that's the only one I've seen. Yeah, I can't remember what it is. It's, it's some some kind of uh, commercial tie-in, and these are uh, petty and/or unrealistic uh, complaints. But like, there's one where uh, Batman is turning on his music and he throws a bunch of batarangs at the stereo after like the thirtieth one hits and actually triggers the button. Oh, that's that's this is the first movement here that people are applauding between. Um, Anyway, he he throws a bun throws a bunch of batarangs. One of them finally hits, um, and then he goes first try, which is a joke from the Lego Movie. I don't know. There's something about like the really trite recycling of stuff that. Makes... The, th- the thing I'm nervous about is how if th- it was kind of a one note joke yes. in the Lego Movie. Mm-hmm. It was a funny joke, but it was you know it was. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how that sustains over a entire movie. Is his rogues gallery in it? Is Batman's rogues gallery? Like, do we know what the yeah, premise so, of this movie is? Uh, yeah. So the, the premise of the movie is the Joker, voiced by Zach Galifianakis, um, uh, is, uh, feels uh, spurned by Batman, who doesn't place the same importance on their relationship that the Joker does. So the Joker rounds up uh, Batman's rogues gallery and turns them all in. So... Uh, Batman is then without his his villains. Uh, that's the premise of the movie. I don't know how it plays out from there, um, but that's a that's a charming story idea. Like, it's I don't know. I, I I like that. It's almost like a reverse hush of like the anti trotting out everyone, just like trotting them out to put them all away. Yeah, I mean, there's really no reason for me to not see this movie. Yeah. Um, are there uh, beyond Batman rogues? Are there other DC characters, Lego DC characters, that you would like to see in this movie? In this movie? Yeah. Or we can spin it out from there to say what other, like, given the same treatment, the same kind of goofy treatment, uh, would you like to see, like, in in the DC universe? Other than Lego Constantine, of course. (laughs) Hmm. I, uh, I I don't know that I have one. It does seem like Lego Batman is singular in that regard, right? That like 
nothing else really makes sense. And I think that's just because Batman's so flexible. Like, Batman has already existed in both Adam West and uh, Tim Burton iterations and Christopher Nolan iterations. So, like, Batman already is all of these things, um, even at, like, the highest level, even at, like, the cinematic level. Now, are you a... Did you use play with Legos growing up? A little, yeah. Yeah, I like I had, I played a, with it a little bit. I never had the patience for it. Yeah, kind of like the patience to build kits. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I mostly made just whatever I wanted to, um, and did a lot. I made a lot of uh, marble mazes with uh, with Legos. I don't really know why. Have you ever been to like any of the Lego stores? Uh, yeah, there was one in um, downtown Chicago that I had been to a couple times. Those are really cool. They're real neat, yeah. Um, how awesome would it be to be a Lego master builder? Like, the people that their job is to, like, construct those enormous, you know, like, dragons or Death Stars or Stormtroopers or whatever they're going to have on, you know, like, in the Lego stores. Do you think those people consider themselves engineers or artists? Artisans, probably. They probably considered themselves artisans. Well, I mean, what's the uh, educate me? What's the distinction between an artisan and an artist? Uh, I would say that an artisan is uh, it's almost more like what's the difference between an art and a craft? Like um, an artisan is someone who uh, isn't necessarily out to make a statement with something, whereas an artist is someone who is uh, their job is not to just create a thing, but to create a thing that evokes uh, an emotional reaction. Ah, uh, so like a carpenter would be an artisan. Yes, uh, I see. Uh, I don't know. I, 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 I don't. I guess I can't speak for master builders as to what they. But I don't know. I would think they're artists. Yeah, but we'll never oh, know. We'll never know. We will never know whether uh, they are artists or artisans. We were uh, accompanied today by the Marshall University MUS uh, three sixty one ensemble, uh, and that was uh, uh, four thirty three. Which brings us to our topic, main topic for the show. And that, of course, is Fire Emblem Heroes, released last week on Thursday uh, to all phones everywhere. I assume it just appeared on all phones everywhere at the same time. Um, Actually, kind of weird. It showed up kind of late in the day, right? Um, I remember checking around lunchtime and it wasn't uh, wasn't up yet uh, and grabbed it later in the evening. So. Uh, Heroes, you've been playing a little bit of it. Mm-hmm. I've been playing a little bit of it. Um, my first experience with it, not great. Supremely negative. Right. Uh, I have since come around on it uh, in a pretty strong way. Um, but uh, why don't you tell me about your, um, your first like get up and go with it? Well, the first, it felt like two or three times I started up the app kept having to download data yeah the first one is like more data the first one is like 50 megabytes or something Mm -hmm. and then the second one was like 200 yes um and so that's like annoying because you just downloaded the app and then you open it and it's like hey you can't play yet download more jk i need to download a little bit more 
I think, I mean, is that like all they're trying to do is like minimize the time between you uh, deciding you want to pick up the thing and actually getting into place something, right? Well, but but I don't even think you can, I mean, yes, I think that's the intention, but I don't even think you can play anything until you at least download the first the part. first one yeah yeah even though the the second one is much bigger yeah um and then yeah there was a third one after that which was smaller definitely um but it's still one of those things where uh, the uh the the third one i was even going to get like while i was out or something and then i was like oh we've got another one of these things to do do you want to do it now and i was like ah, no wait till i get home and get back on wi-fi so once it became available in the app store i downloaded it on my phone and mm-hmm. i was uh, at work and then I, so I booted up and immediately like the splat, like the splash screen is while it's like, while the data is downloading is um, like large images of the characters. Mm-hmm. And one of them is Camilla, who is busty. <laughs> She's busty. She has no torso. She is just, <laughs> she is entirely, her torso is entirely boobs. Yeah, and there aren't, I don't think, too many characters like that. No. But occasionally there are. And it's just... So, generally speaking, I find the um, variety of character design in this a little bit unsettling. Because there are some... You know, everyone has like their little like chibi anime um, thing running around on screen. Um, and then also like the close-up, like these kind of portraits of them. And some of them, you can tell they're pulling from, like, way older games. Oh, yeah. The portraits are... And some of them are, like, really low quality. Yeah. So, a lot of them look great. Yes. Um, in general, I think the presentation of the game is pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they're of varying quality. And immediately, as soon as, like, Camilla was up, I was just like, oh, I can't... I cannot play this at work. Yeah. It's... I remember... Um, when I was first getting into reading Green Lantern comics, um, and I was living in Chicago, um, and I would read Green Lantern comics on the train, uh, unless the Red Lanterns were around, because then there are like four or five different Red Lanterns that just have enormous breasts and vomit plasma blood, and it's just like, no, it, this is too dumb. This is too dumb and too sexual and too violent. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing is that it's not even that. Any anybody by work would particularly care, right? It's yeah. more just like the the absolute embarrassment I would feel of having to answer the question of what what are is you that? doing? Yeah, like somebody walking by and being like, Mitchell, what's going on? Right, and I, as I have this like <gasps> enormously breasted <laughs> anime woman taking up the entirety of my screen. Right, it's just like that's just that's just a question I don't want to answer. Yeah, but I mean, can't you just be like, I'm gay, it's okay? Can you just do that? You don't want to take that out, Mark? (laughs) (laughs) Um. So yeah, I'm, and so that's honestly kind of a. uh, I was like, I don't know. So to me, that was an immediate where it's like, well, come on, guys. Yeah, con. So the the thing is, um. Fire Emblem does have a little bit of a problem with, and this is just like the sort of Japanese problem with uh, sex and sexuality. Um, like the most recent uh, Fire Emblem game on 3DS, when being localized for the States, they took out a mini game where you bond with your um, units by like 
rubbing them. And it's, I mean, you're not like rubbing their genitals or their enormous breasts, but like, it's, I mean, it's a little bit like the, the Pokemon thing, the Pokemon refresh, right? Um, but it's a million times creepier to, you know, scratch your uh, archer behind his ears <laughs> until he loves you um, than doing that to your Pikachu. Uh, so, I mean, I, th- I think that's just some of the same sort of baggage. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Um, and I, I think that that is potentially a, a barrier to entry in the U.S. that doesn't exist in Japan. Agreed. Right? I think this game will be much more popular in Japan. Um, yeah, this game is... So that's one negative. Is It's like, yeah, I don't know how much I want to play this in public. Right. Um, which is a problem with for a mobile phone oh yes uh where have you done uh most of your uh playing of this at home at home yeah so i haven't played it much because uh like i've i've put in uh like hours because i knew we were going to be talking about it Mm -hmm. but when i'm at home just like how super mario run ended up like i didn't really want to play this at home if i was at home i wanted to do something else right uh i feel like fire emblem Blum Heroes is going to have that problem for me where it's like, well, I'm at home. I can play a million other better games, honestly. Right. Like 10 better Fire Emblem games if you wanted to. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I think if, if you're comparing this to uh, almost any other Fire Emblem experience or any other real-time str- or not uh, turn-based strategy experience, like those are probably going to be better um, than this game. Um, However, I don't I don't want to come off too negative about it cuz I I I uh only played a little bit when I first downloaded it and maybe like uh clicked on one more time um over the weekend and was sort of frustrated by like one of the maps I my guys kept getting like stuck in something and uh, um it it's a little counterintuitive how to like change your team, like change your lineup. Um and so it just it, it took me longer than i care to admit to get a handle on like how the game is played no i completely agree when you first boot it up there is um so much happening yeah and it's not very well directed like it doesn't do a very good job of taking you through the steps of how to play the game Mm -hmm. right so like sure there's like a battle but then there are so many like a pro for this game is that it has so many options. There's so many like yeah. It's a full role playing game, right? You can level you level your characters level up. You can get them new skills. You can change up your team. You can you know you can do all of these things. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's so very poorly explained. Yeah. Well, and there's no um. I I feel like that the game has a little bit of. A, I wish there was more fussiness about uh, every step that you take because i feel like i'm constantly making decisions in the game without realizing that i'm committing to making a decision um like i end characters turns next to someone i want them to attack and just haven't like pulled my finger over to make them attack you know um and just like i'll start fights uh and you know without uh like going back to change which group i'm sending out and like it should ask you as you start the fight like which team are you sending out? Is it A team, B team, whatever? Um, and I feel like I just, I want a little bit more, I want the game to manage me a little bit more. Yeah, I agree. Like, I want a little bit more direction. Mm-hmm. Um, I Now, once I started, like, digging into the menus and yeah. being like, oh, this is a thing you can do. It's really cool that you can earn skills and, you know, like, and 
learn skills and all that kind of stuff. Um, and that you but can it's, but level it's buried up. in like yeah. menu after menu, right? That like, and it's never made. It feels especially when you first open up the game and you're in your castle. Yeah, and there's like you have stamina that you can earn, right, or that you can buy more of. There's the swords that you can buy more of. There's the feathers. There's like right. gold. There's yes. orbs. There's yes. there's so many like little things that you're especially when you first look at it you're like what does any of this do yeah. what does any of this mean yeah it was i mean the to, today just at the very end of my play session was the first time that i i uh, depleted all of my stamina right um like you have to play for like 2 hours straight before the game's like oh, okay you need to like charge up which is cool yeah. uh, that stamina is that way i mean orbs co- go much faster if you're yes. trying to um get certain pulls oh and like pro tip on that uh like always wait until you've got the what is it like 20 orbs so that you can uh clear out a whole thing um so that you can get units faster um because the the first one in a set it costs five orbs and the next three cost four and the last one costs three um so you get more if you save up to 20 um really the only other and we're kind of we're front loading it with all of uh my negative thoughts on it sure so yeah. if if you're listening and you enjoy the game like we're not gonna dump on it the entire time right um, we'll, we'll get to things we liked about it for yeah, sure. yeah so just uh one one other one last thing that i'm like not even like a negative or not something that i hated about it but something that i'm just ignoring completely is the story yeah i, I mean, tr- i gave it a good co- college try like i really like f- tried to understand what was going on but it's just it's a bunch of like names and i mean it's basically nonsense right it's <laughs> yeah. it's it's a fantasy story where they're pulling in it's basically fire emblem lego movie right where they're just pulling in characters from all the different fire emblem games and they're all being summoned from different universes and maybe if i was really knowledgeable about fire emblem then yes. i'd be like oh this person that's interesting but i'm just like oh uh like just a random collection of letters that I guess as a name is right. angry at this other random collection of letters. Oh, and here's the boobs lady again. Be like, right. oh, oh, hey, Roy. I know Roy from Smash Brothers. Yeah, so yeah. I, I've just been, I've been skipping all of that. But f- for fans, potentially, it's interesting. Uh, and uh, it's not um, difficult or take long to skip through. There's You can skip any conversation. Um, and even if you're not skipping them, they're not very long once you get past the, the prelude. Um, so all of that can can go by pretty fast. Uh, but so there are, um, there are like little events, uh, like special maps I think they're called, um, that that you can access. Um, and one that's available tonight, I think it's it's done after tonight. Uh, the reward is you get a character named Donald. I think it's there's three more days. Oh, three, three I, more. I days think so because oh. I was just do, I just did it tonight. Okay, and and you got uh Donnell? Yeah. Um he is he's a he's a peasant class character. You see he's rated at 1 star. Mm-hmm. No one else you get is everyone else starts at 3 stars. <laughs> <laughs> um but uh Donnell is a character from um Awakening who starts off like really crappy um and as he levels up becomes one of the most powerful characters in the game. So if you are playing uh this game like get Donnell he seems like he's dead weight right now, but he'll, he can be one of the better fighters uh, on your team by the end. Um, but I think, so 
that that was exciting for me to see him on there, but I could see someone else uh, picking up the game and seeing that like this is an event and being like, why do I want like why do I want this guy? I can just throw five orbs at something and get someone else who's like riding a dragon or something. Yeah, I feel like I'm at a disadvantage having never played any of them. Mm-hmm. Um, like ever really played any of them because again, I know like Roy, I know Marth. I've heard of Robin. Right now, I have a five-star Robin Ooh. and a five-star Roy. Mm-hmm. Um, but everybody else, it does so exactly like Donnell. I saw it as one star, and so this is great to know that oh, I should I should be leveling mm-hmm. him up because I was like I'm I'm never gonna use this guy. Right? No, he's great. Um, uh, and also just like he has when he talks, he's all like folksy and stupid. I don't know. I like that character a lot. Um. But yeah, I mean, I, I can I can tell I'm I'm absolutely favoring characters that I had in um, Awakening, um, and if I were a bigger fan of the series, like I think this is a, a a probably a great experience for fans of the Fire Emblem series. But doesn't that feel limiting? Of course, you know, for it to be like, uh, and again, maybe they don't because Fire Emblem Heroes feels different to me from Pokemon Go or Super Mario Run. Where Pokemon Go and Super Mario Run are tangential to the main series, mm-hmm. right? Like Pokemon Go isn't going to replace a Pokemon game, right? Um, Super Mario Run isn't really a, a traditional Mario game. Like it's not going to replace the experience of a Mario game, right? As far as I can tell, and correct me if I'm wrong, it is scaled down. Like the maps are small compared to the main Fire Emblem games. But it seems to be a fully formed Fire Emblem game. Yeah, I mean, it's like eighty percent of the way. I mean, even even taking into consideration like scaled down maps, uh, like the the combat is simplified. Um, the characters don't miss. Um, there, I mean, there are a lot of other ways that the, that the combat is simplified. You can't like you don't have support characters. Um, the terrain is simplified, like the effects of the terrain are simplified. So in, in your, I guess, in your opinion, do you think that somebody who, you know how uh, Pokemon got a huge boost from people being like, oh, Pokemon Go, yeah, I'm going to check out a full Pokemon game on the 3DS. Do you think a similar thing would happen with Fire Emblem Heroes to a new Fire Emblem game? Or do you think it's one of those things where it's is pretty appealing to the fan base and they're just kind of like okay um i don't know that i necessarily if i'm a casual fan Mm -hmm. i have what seems to be a fully formed uh fire emblem game that i can play for free quote unquote and so i don't know that i need to pick up the i mean i guess like the main version i guess the the argument against that is if you do have a 3ds already and I, i guess that's a pretty big if right um, but if you have access to a 3DS, um, Fire Emblem Awakening, which is one of the best games on the system, is 20 bucks, um, and you can drop 20 bucks in Fire Emblem Heroes really easily. It's a, it, did you go into the the menu for purchasing orbs? Yeah, they're expensive. Um, if you you could if you spent 20 bucks, you'd get you know maybe like 30 orbs or something like that, um, which is just a uh, it's just a little bit over what I was saying to wait for. Um, but so I, I, I do think that it's probably more the experience of um, keeping people who are like, keeping the fan base energized about Fire Emblem. 
um, but also serving to pull in people who are like kind of curious about it. Um, I mean, like you engaged with this. This is the, your first Fire Emblem game, effectively, right? Yeah, but I am. I also have a Nintendo podcast. Yeah, that's a great point. I genuinely don't like. I don't. I. I guess I would have downloaded it because I'm a Nintendo fan, but I don't know that I would have engaged with it for as long as I have well, if I, th- I didn't have to mm-hmm. talk about it. I think that's a a real problem with the game is that the beginning of it is too slow and weird um and doesn't make itself uh its value is not demonstrated until you've been playing it for like two or three hours because uh moving on to like moving into like positive things yes that's right actual the actual gameplay i think is super fun yeah i'm really enjoying it uh i'm like when when i'm in the actual battles I'm enjoying that aspect of it. Because uh, for me, I don't care. Okay, well, I don't care that much about the gacha stuff. Yeah. Like about getting new and better heroes. But at the same time, when I got Roy, uh, like the five-star Roy and the five-star Robin from like the poll, yeah. that felt pretty darn good. You just pulled those? Because I, I don't have any five-star. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah. So if if you are not familiar with the game, if you haven't downloaded it yet or don't plan on downloading it, uh, the way you add heroes to your team is you earn orbs or you buy orbs from the in-app store using real money, and then you uh randomly like get a hero, basically. Right. right. It what what it does is it it pulls up uh like one fire emblem which is a thing that has five uh, slots on it and it's uh, slots of different colors and that's sort of random per like each one of those that you engage with and the the first hero that you pull from that from that set of five costs you five orbs second third and fourth all cost four orbs and the fifth one if you're gonna get all five is is three orbs and then you uh so the orbs are different or the um uh yeah the colors the represent- stones are like different colors and they represent different like combat types mm-hmm. and uh and then the hero you get is of that combat type and it could also be like it's like pokemon in this way where it's random it could be a three star a four star a five star hero and there's like one above that it's five like, star focus five star focus which i again i i don't understand what that means either i mean that's not uh uh, that's new to this game that the uh, characters would be rated that way but that's that's where you're going to get Marth that's where you're going to get um I think like Lucina and uh um shoot the hero from uh Fates like that that's that's where like these uh top top tier characters are And so is the draw rates like the percentage lower for those I think so I think it shows you the draw rate right It does um, yeah yeah they're like for the uh for the better heroes or for the better like five star it's like three percent or something sure um and yeah like i don't i don't know how much i care about that like at least so far i have my like yeah i guess at this point like you've got a roy and a robin so yeah i have like I'm 10 <laughs> you know, but i have like 10 heroes mm-hmm. and i think there's what like 200 currently and i'm sure they'll be adding more yeah. or something like mm-hmm. that uh and at least for right now, like, I feel content. Yeah, well, I mean, there's also kind of a point where, because you take four characters into battle each time. Um, and uh, I, I've got two parties that I use right now. 
Um, but like one of them is my A team, the other one is my B team, and then everyone else sucks, you know? Yeah. Um, and so like I, I could see where um, if you wanted to like be completionist about it and like get characters up to high levels, and I'm sure there's going to be a like late game um, aspect of this where, you know, you're fighting just like harder and harder versions of stuff. Have you done any of the hard mode? No, I haven't yet. Um, so you can, after you beat a map, you can replay it on the hard difficulty or insane. It's, it's just something like there's, there's another difficulty above, above hard, um, which is like levels up your opponents considerably. So like um, there, there, there is a end of game uh, game that could be, you know, engaging and could be something to like really work for. Um, is there a level cap right now? Do you know uh, for like individual? I don't know. I think so because there there's a point where um, there, there's a something called like true potential or something about the character's potential where you can um, change maybe the the class of a character that reaches level twenty or something like that. Oh, I thought true potential, and maybe I'll try to pull it up right now. But I thought, am I using the right term there? True potential, uh, advanced growth. Is that what we're talking about? Yes, advanced unlock growth. potential. Unlock potential. So I think what that does is it increases like their star rating. Oh, okay. I see. If you have enough of whatever material it is, like feathers, hero feathers, something like that, um, it, it'll like, uh, inc- yeah, it'll increase their star level. It like resets them to level one. When sure. You do that. Sure. Okay. Um, but then, uh. What's the point of multiplayer, or what's the point of adding friends? I don't know. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I can't tell. Uh, like, I don't think there's like, I don't think we can play against each other, right? I don't think Hit so. Our teams against each other. Um, it doesn't seem like that would be hard though, right? Like, if if there was, if it could be like really passive multiplayer where you and I just like have a fight going, and like I check in on it when it's my turn, you check in on when it's your turn. Words with friends style. Yeah, I mean, I guess it would be. Yeah, yeah, you could do that. I mean, it would all just come down to whoever's been grinding longer. Well, when you go to battle Probably. right now, there's special maps, story maps, arena duels, and training tower. Now, what are the arena duels? I don't know. It's always closed when I click yeah, on it. Yeah, so I'm wondering if that eventually is going to become multiplayer. There's also a mystery one that has yet to be revealed. Um, training tower is cool because it's basically just like practice maps that aren't part of the story mode, but they add experience to your characters. Yep. Um, Special maps are where the uh, the Donnell and then the, there's a current like launch celebration one in there. Oh, you're right. There's only what I thought was days left is hours left. So Donnell ends in like an hour. Okay, so too late for you <laughs> uh, as you're listening to this. Even even though you're listening to it on the day it comes out and telling all of your friends about it and rating <laughs> reviewing it on iTunes, um, it's it's too late for you to get Donnell. He'll uh, be back. He'll be back. It's Donnell. The other he'll thing- be back. <laughs> um. They also have like a bunch of different elements in the game that I haven't really explored yet, but like you can customize your castle. Yeah, I don't know what that is either. Well, so you know, uh, there's the kingdom, your kingdom in Super Mario Run. Mm-hmm. In fact, this is set up like the home screen or whatever you want to call it is your castle is set up very similar to the kingdom in Super Mario Run. There's like a message board. There's oh, a place yeah. where you go to get gifts, mm-hmm. you know, um, so there. So that is all the same it also has like some of your units milling about. Yeah. And you can like tap on them and they have like a little bit of dialogue. And sometimes they give you something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and th- that's what actually one thing that I've liked a lot is like the voice acting in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I like that they credit the voice actors. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, uh, but I like it too. Um, but you can customize your castle, so you can like buy carpet for it and just like stuff like that. And again, it's just it's all money. But um, let's actually see how much. Yeah, so three orbs is two bucks. Yeah, twenty three orbs is thirteen dollars. Uh, so it's basically thirteen dollars to get pretty much a pull, a full like a little over a full to get five characters yeah yeah um to upgrade your castle oh i'm using orbs uh a one orb to get torchlit castle which boosts my experience earned by 20 percent. that seems actually not that bad are you, gonna, are you doing that right now <laughs> <laughs> uh actually that is pretty good I'll, I'm, I'll i'll do that too when i hop back in yeah, I mean, it seems like there's a there's a lot here. Um, like if if you were afraid that this was going to be an an incomplete incomplete experience, um, it's it's definitely not that. Um, what what did, how do you think you're going to keep playing? I mean, I know we've we've reached the point where now we uh, have had a conversation about it. Um, I if we weren't talking about it uh, tonight, and I hadn't put in two or three hours this afternoon, I don't think I would be even thinking about this game it's anymore. It's gotten better as I've played. Yeah. I am enjoying it more the further I get in. Mm-hmm. As am I. I did not care for it initially. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know that I am going to keep playing. Um, I, I kind of just want to play a... This has made me want to play a real Fire Emblem game. Sure. Uh, well, so there you go. Um, that uh, the conversion rate at, at the at the very least, we'll we'll see what the conversion rate is. We probably won't actually see what it is, but <laughs> um, just for you specifically, um, you can see like the sort of uh, bulkier versions of the mechanics at play, and it seems like something that uh, you'd actually be interested in messing around with. Yeah. Oh, and I will also, I've been playing almost uh, most of the time on my iPad. And unlike Super Mario Run, where I found the iPad to not be the ide- like, ideal, I think the yeah. phone was better suited. I'm actually really, uh, I prefer it, uh, Fire Emblem on my iPad. Yeah, because the, just the character models are bigger? Yeah, or, just yeah. like the space just makes it feel, I mean, it works fine on the phone. It scales very well is what I should say. Yeah. Like, it feels very natural to be playing on the tablet but it doesn't feel cramped when you're playing on the phone and i think that's pretty impressive i wonder if um that's part of my like making the mistake of not uh you know ending my turns before i have before i tell them to attack i mean i do that too on like the ipad as well i actually think there's i get so mad i actually think there's a setting in there that you can change it you can change it to you have to confirm your move before it does it like you uh so when you move your person it'll say I'm assuming it'll say, like, do you want, like, confirm this instead of just swiping and have it do it automatically? Oh, yeah. I see smart end, possibly. Confirm action. Yeah, I think confirm action. Uh, Uh, And the other thing that uh, I, we mentioned it before, but I think the presentation of this game is really good. Yeah. It's not perfect, but the music is great. Um, Most, like, the voice acting is cool. Most of the production values are really nice. Uh, even though it is jarring to see the 
uh, portraits from different eras yeah. up against each other, and occasionally they are ugly. For the most part, they all look really good. Yeah, and all of the like little chibi model models are all really cute, um, and I, I like them. Uh, like as as they appear on the map or when you're actually playing the game, I I think it's I think they look great. I mean, I wonder if Nintendo has, I guess, like, mm, learn their lesson isn't the term I want to use, but here we are. Uh, of, it's too late, you You've know. Used yeah, because the reaction to Super Mario Run, um, a lot of the conversation online was very, uh, like vocally angry about the pricing structure yeah and that was reflected in the app store reviews Mm -hmm. versus fire emblem heroes not as much talk about it online but i mean just like look at the difference in reviews it's like four and a half right so if i'm nintendo i'm looking at this and i'm like okay we're gonna make these all free to play you know like um i mean it 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 is all going to come down to what it makes money wise, right? Like good reviews or no, and you know, like app store reviews, like they're not, that's not the same as like uh, critical reviews, I guess. Um, But so like, I I think that's what it'll come down to. And I think that's probably why I don't think we mentioned this, but uh, animal crossing, the animal crossing um, iPhone game was also delayed. Um, I don't know why I said also, but it was delayed. So I, I would bet that's, partially because they're waiting to see like which of these um monetization structures actually works for them um and i i could i could see this one doing it i mean right it 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 makes sense no one's mad about it as far as i can tell um and you know we were saying that you could spend a lot of money on this if you wanted to but i haven't spent a dime on it i haven't spent a dime either and i mean definitely the people who are spending money on this game are subsidizing oh yeah me. the rest of us because yeah. i because i don't like it enough and i'm not invested enough in the characters to spend any money on it also i i hate the idea of spending money on a chance to get something especially to get something digital like oof. um yeah i uh am reminded of a friend who works in mobile development for mm-hmm. a large company and was talking about um the game that they developed was like virtual pets essentially yeah and you know like 80 percent of the people using the game never bought anything but the 20 percent that did and you know like the one percent that did was by far subsidizing when people would spend forty thousand dollars a year on customizing their virtual pet you know like something that yeah and so i mean and this is completely unrelated but i always feel a little bit weird about these sorts of games because like i by me like i'm not buying anything but my enjoyment of it is being subsidized by people who have a problem potentially can't afford you know i i can't afford who can afford 40 except for a very small percentage of people like forty thousand dollars a year just on a virtual pet a video game um, and I know that Nintendo has put some like limits in place on the amount of money that you can spend per day, but I think it's still over a hundred dollars. Yeah, I mean, th- isn't one of the transactions like a hundred and thirty dollars or something like that? Yeah, let's see how much you can spend on orbs. You can spend up to seventy-five dollars 
on orbs to get 140 orbs is Man, 75 dollars that's nuts and you know what if you get if you sure if it brings judge. if it brings you enjoyment right and you are not harming yourself or anybody else by doing it mm-hmm. like more power to you sure you know i i'm not opposed to this model but there is something about it um i mean it is ultimately predatory right i mean in, in a way that a lot of a lot of industries are you know uh any beer or anything like that like oh yeah you know the the rest of us it's slightly subsidized by powerful alcoholics who can't <laughs> stop drinking you know so um i don't know i think we just gotta just gotta accept the fact that we're all part part of an immoral and awful <laughs> machine i suppose amoral not immoral um but all that being said oh it's a beautiful game <laughs> Uh, it actually, it really does feel well well crafted, and I like that at least right now with, that there's no since there is no multiplayer aspect. It you aren't you don't pay to win. Yes. It's not like Clash of Clans or Clash Royale or anything where it's like, oh, you want better units? Okay, great. Like you want to beat your friends? Awesome. Just like give us a hundred bucks, and then and, you can beat your friends and for a day or two. Right. Um. This is like, uh. So there, it doesn't have that competitive edge. There's no like pay to win, which right. I at this point I enjoy. Who knows? Maybe like down the line, multiplayer will open up and that will become an option. But at this point, it's not. Right. It also seems like there are uh, chapters enough. I don't know how many chapters you're through at this point. I think I'm in the middle of chapter four somewhere, something like that. Um, but it seems like there's a enough um, just meat on the bones of the main story uh, here and. I mean, it, uh, intelligent systems has been uh, good about um, updating, uh, like Fire Emblem, both Fates and uh, Awakening have gotten more maps uh, just all the time anyway. Um, so obviously this is going to be no different. If you want something to do in this game, it'll always be there for you. Um, even, as you say, without a multiplayer or like pay to win kind of component. Yeah, I mean basically what it comes down to is I think this is a really good game for uh if if it like meets your needs. Yeah. I just don't think I just don't know that it's a game for me. Yeah. There there are too many like like small negatives about it that I'm like, well, I I don't have my I don't there are other things I would rather put my time into. Sure. I I also it doesn't feel like a mobile game to me necessarily. Like I don't, um, I don't want to sit down and do one encounter. I want to do like thirty. Also, it's it's not particularly quick to no. get to that one encounter, right? It's not yeah. like you can just like open it up and be like, oh, boom, I'm gonna play this, and then, um, and then I can like shut it down and like it takes a while to get into it. Yeah, even more so than like Mario Run, um, like Mario Run. You could do a toad rally while you're sitting on the toilet. I think it would be, it would be, it it wouldn't be appropriate <laughs> to, to to do a, a whole fight um, on on the toilet uh, in in Fire Emblem Heroes. I don't know. Like I I, I uh, yeah I, I'm trying to think of like what else to say about this game. I kind of wish I was more positive on it because mm-hmm. i don't think it's a bad game but i i don't know that i'll continue playing it 
Well, so I, I think that that's a fine place to leave it. I think we should check in on each other, you know, whenever we get together to just talk about Nintendo into my into microphones. Who knows when that'll be? No one knows. Um, and uh, if if we're still playing it, if we're enjoying it, uh, just check back in on that. And if we aren't talking about it or thinking about it anymore, great. Switches out in a month. Who cares? Right. Right. Okay, so Fire Emblem Heroes, a weird recommendation to at least check it out. Yeah, I think definitely check it out. You'll know pretty quickly, potentially from the splash screen, you know, when Boobsy McGee. See, I disagree. I think, uh, like, you owe it to yourself to put in, like, if, if you're going to download it, put in at least a half an hour with the game. Like, I don't think its first impressions are its best. I agree that it's not its best. But you think it's typical of the game? I don't know that it's typical, or in my experience, it was pretty much like, okay, this is not going to be for me. Okay. <laughs> so you knew right away. <laughs> I could judge this book by its cover. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, that's fine. Bad books have bad covers. <laughs> and of course, we have uh, an amazing cover, right? Our cover art. Oh, yeah. Great. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Olivia. Mm-hmm. We love that. Um, no listener reader question this week, uh, largely because we haven't gotten one in a little bit. So uh, please submit your questions that you'd like us to discuss. Switch is coming up soon. You've got to have feelings about that. Let us know what you think about Fire Emblem Heroes. Yeah, or anything that we've talked about, anything you think we might talk about, or anything you're afraid we're not going to talk enough about. Um, and we will not be reading any requests to stop singing lame songs to each other. We refuse to admit that the, that could even be a possibility. No, I don't. I can't imagine a universe where we stop doing that. Why would we want to? That's right. If you have any of those questions or suggestions or what have you, uh, you can always write to us at Nintendo Cartridge Society at, at gmail.com. Um, and you can also follow us on Twitter. And our Twitter handle is Nincart Society. And check out the Facebook page, which is just uh nintendo cartridge society um mark we're not um entertaining split spoilers anymore on account of the movies out and we saw it and we saw it <laughs> um is there anything else that you need people to to gather for you i'll have one for next week okay 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 <laughs> i i hope it is something uh, equally esoteric that we make fun of and then engage in unironically <laughs> when it actually comes to pass. knowing us it probably will be i like it um if you have a second uh, it'd be great if you could rate review and subscribe on itunes or tell your friends about us um that always helps of course and while you're uh, checking us out you can uh check out the other podcasts on the what's a creative podcast network um if you like mark and mine's opinions about stuff we write about comic books on retconpunch.com olivia duncan like i said made our logo our theme music is provided by Apit betty and you can get a little bit more of Apit betty's music by going to apitbetty.com or by listening right now for my co-host mark mitchell this is patrick ellers saying i dreamed a dream of times gone by and thanks for listening Podcast Network.